Hello, I'm Dr. Afsal. Welcome to my lecture on academic writing. Today, I'm going to deal with the introductory chapter in the text Writing for Academic and Professional Success, which is prescribed for the BA, BSc, BBA, BCom students of the University of Calicut. To start with, I feel it will be very good to define the term academic writing. Academic writing is a serious and formal way of writing. Academic writing is a serious and formal way of writing. Academic writing is conducted in several sets of forms and genres, normally in an impersonal and dispassionate tone, targeted for a critical and informed audience based on closely investigated knowledge and intended to reinforce or challenge concepts or arguments. Let me repeat it. Academic writing is a serious and formal way of writing. Academic writing is conducted in several sets of forms and genres, normally in an impersonal and dispassionate tone, targeted for a critical and informed audience, based on closely investigated knowledge and intended to, intended to reinforce or challenge concepts of arguments. Concepts or arguments. So, dears, in this definition, because uh, it's lengthy, uh, I shall elaborate. In this definition, we have to concentrate upon certain phrases to mark uh, the special features of academic writing. Okay, that are, uh, it is a serious and formal. It is a serious act and it is formal. It is impersonal and it is uh, dispassionate. Based, uh, it is based on closely investigated knowledge. And it is intended to introduce uh, innovative concepts or to challenge existing arguments. These are the main phrases that we have to take into consideration to internalize uh, the definition or to internalize uh, the complete uh, gamut of academic writing. Now, let's analyze the definition taking each phrase uh, regarding. Okay. One by one, we are going to analyze it. One, it's a serious act. It is a serious act. It is a serious act in the field of knowledge creation and knowledge dissemination. Because we are engaging ourselves at the time of presenting a paper or writing a paper, we are engaging ourselves in the act of creating knowledge because we are coming up with a new argument and we are creating knowledge. And uh, as I have told you, it's a serious act. There is no place for laxity in the activity of uh, knowledge creation, right? Because we can't, uh, we can't express our uh, mode of casual feeling okay, in this uh, academic or serious uh, act of uh, academic writing. There is a kind of responsibility. We should be responsible. Then only we will be serious. There is a kind of responsibility upon the writer, right, when it comes to knowledge. For example, uh, I shall gi uh, I'll give you an example, uh, probably a doctor, a doctor or a manufacturer, okay, because we are going to, uh, we are going, we are visiting a doctor because we have got pain and uh, he, he gives us a medicine um, uh, and he says, uh, uh, sometimes it will settle your uh, pain, sometimes it will uh, relieve your pain. A doctor cannot say so. Right? Only a person who is learned can prescribe medicines. So it's the case with the manufacturer. Okay? Manufacturer of a medicine. Sometimes it will uh, alleviate your pain. He can't say so. It is made for that based on the reliable knowledge they have made that. So they can't be dubious about the effect of the medicine. So is the case with. They, they should be responsible. Right? At the time of... Uh, uh, making that uh, uh, concoction of a medicine, they should be responsible. And uh, uh, same is the case with, uh, or uh, another example, let's take uh, uh, an aerospace scientist. Because he is a knowledgeable person, he is a responsible person. What will happen if he is not uh, responsible? He might say, what will be his comments, you know, uh, without a proper groundings, if he lacks uh, proper groundings uh, of scientific knowledge, uh, what will happen? Uh, uh, he would say that the uh, rocket might land in Mars or sometimes in Saturn. Okay, the rocket might uh, land in Mars 
or sometimes in uh, Saturn. So he is dubious. He is dubious as well. He is not responsible. So there should not be any scope for confusion or doubt in the case of academic writing. That's why it is a very serious act. It is a very serious act with responsibility. We should be able to substantiate. We should be able to stand pat with our arguments. Right. And uh, uh, it will be funny if uh, a, a, an aerospace scientist says uh, it will be the, the, the rocket might uh, uh, fall in or land in Mars or land in Saturn. Right. So is the case with uh, any comments that we make in the field of academia. That's the case. Without having proper knowledge support, without having proper knowledge support, we are not supposed to make uh, any comments. That's it. We should have a very well rounded grounding, very well rounded idea or very powerful grounding before we make any comments. Without having proper knowledge support, we are not supposed to make any comments. In another way, I should say, all our arguments made in the paper should be substantiated with uh, evidences. Should be substantiated with uh, evidences. Because it is knowledge that uh, the whole humanity is going to depend for advancements or to resolve various crises. For example, now we have a COVID in our hand. We don't, ha we don't have proper idea. So once, once they are in the making of uh, knowledge to deal with uh, COVID or viruses of that kind, uh, they can't be dubious, they can't be responsible. People are going to depend upon that. And uh, papers uh, regarding this COVID-19 are produced worldwide nowadays. And uh, uh, people who don't have any idea about or much idea about uh, this COVID-19 will be neglected. An academician should never be neglected. So various crises, people are going to, uh, in various crises, in their crises, people are going to depend upon these papers that we produce in academia. So any piece of writing in academia should be serious and also based on closely investigated knowledge. Another, another phrase that should, be, uh, that should be based upon uh, closely investigated knowledge quasi knowledge we can't bring okay that might be or that is that we have to we have to use that is instead we should not use that might or sometimes we are not supposed to make such comments in papers so what i mean to tell you is this it's a serious act as well it's a, a very important uh, uh, a responsibility also it's very important from the part of the writer to be responsible so any piece of writing in academia should be serious and also based on closely investigated knowledge. Any argument that you make in the form of writing should be foolproof. There is no place for uh, sweeping comments here. It is called a sweeping comment. Sometimes or maybe, okay, and we are not, uh, we should not have any doubt about it or we should not uh, just make uh, uh, in, in our big mouth uh, any comments. For example, uh, uh, Shakespeare is a wonderful poet. It is almost uh, a sweeping comment. Why we don't have justification? Why not we don't have justification? So what's wonderful the word even will be confused. So unwanted words also we have to cut out as well. We have to uh, uh, avoid uh, making sweeping comments. So what I mean to tell you is this. We are not supposed to make uh, sweeping comments. Any argument that you make Okay, that's the difference between sweeping comment and, uh, and uh, a genuine comment. Any argument that you make in the form of a writing should be foolproof. There is no place for sweeping comments here. It means uh, without having the support of facts uh, and scientific evidences, you can't make any comments. Without having any proper support of facts and scientific evidences, you can't uh, make any comment. You can't just make a sweeping comment. Okay, because sometimes, uh, yeah, he's, uh, or the poem, the poem is uh, uh, super. Super is a wrong use. Okay, wonderful is uh, a wrong use in academia that uh, on the go we will discuss. So just uh, we can't make any sweeping comments. Those comments are called uh, uh, sweeping comments. For example, the government does not do anything for the people. That's a sweeping comment. 
the government is irresponsible to people that's a sweeping government we can't completely as a blanket approach we can't say that because we are uh, we have to study how the government is uh, doing to its people sometimes of course there will be thousands of things it does so all because we are slandered towards any politics we can't make any comments you got the idea so what i mean to tell you is this whatever you do whatever comment you make in the field of academia should be substantiated with the proofs it should be substantiated with the proof because it is a very serious thing in a very serious uh, uh, meeting we are not going to blabber anything right so here also that is the same scenario we should not blabber we should make responsible serious and formal comments okay the second idea we are going to talk about formal okay being formal in, a, in the world of academia the second idea okay that we have to uh, explain is uh, academic writing is highly formal you can't treat it uh, casually okay uh, how can you differentiate between uh, formal ways of expression and uh, that of informal how can we differentiate this is formal this is informal that's uh, pretty easy right because uh, imagine that uh, uh, you are going to talk to your teacher that will not be the same way that uh, the same way you talk to your friends it will not be right uh, uh, to toward uh, your teacher sometimes uh, it's, uh, it, it's uh, the, the bridges i mean the separation is bridged nowadays but even though the difference is bridged nowadays even though uh, we have a uh, certain uh, formalities when we talk to our teacher that uh, hi bye hi buddy that's not the way we are going to talk to them right okay that will be entirely different and uh, uh, you become a little formal right when it comes to a conversation to your teacher you become little formal and the way you talk to your teacher uh, be it uh, the words uh, that you use or style of expression that you adopt uh, um, Uh, whatever okay uh, the body language you adopt uh, will never be same when you present uh, a paper in seminar seminar right okay you yeah, when when you are uh, going to uh, present a paper okay i mean now you are presenting a paper in a seminar because seminar is uh, a, a conference is a very serious uh, area okay uh, so we, we are not going to present our paper in the same way that uh, we uh, in the same way that we used to talk to our teacher right then it becomes uh, a little more formal right the more we are in serious activities or serious places because the whole body called academia is not uh, uh, or rather it's uh, a very serious area okay it is not uh, uh, a piccadilly circus area right it is a very it's very much uh, it has a gravity in its own so we have got to be more formal in serious places so we are we are when we write we are becoming more formal so research writing or the act of writing academically that is a, a very serious or that demands a very seriousness as well as a certain formal ways we have to follow right okay and uh, uh, and the way you talk or style or expression that you adopt will never way as i have told you it will be never same when you uh, uh, talk in a seminar okay here comes the most formal ways of expression in seminar papers you you might adopt the most formal ways when you deal with a serious knowledge exchange uh, there is no scope for uh, informal ways of expression you change right okay when we when we talk uh, something seriously when we exchange some uh, serious ideas Okay, we will never laugh. We will never blabber. We will do it very seriously. So the more the seriousness uh, is demanded, the more formal we become, right? So you, um, when it comes to writing, also same is the case. You have to adopt to certain formalities. You cannot be casual as you uh, text in WhatsApp or Instagram. because that we do every day okay because we instead of g o o d n i g h t we type g d n i h good night that's easy right that we should not adopt in this way of writing that's called academic writing so it is highly formal 
it is no way informal even you cannot use the word can't contracted forms here that we will discuss on the go your writing language should be formal so is there any formal writing language for which if you want to uh, tell the difference between if you want to tell uh, academic and non-academic uh, you should read more academic uh, writings in the sense uh, maybe journals maybe uh, articles and uh, theses okay probably you try to read uh, possibly you try to read this uh, theses of a people then you will understand uh, the complete uh, the the complete difference or a kind of a, uh, a unique uh, uh, aspect of uh, academic writing because in thesis we don't play we play with uh, i mean we we just express ourselves in the most uh, formal way adhering to the principles of uh, as well as the tenets of uh, uh, or guidelines uh, of academic writing so the uh, first one is uh, as i have told you the first one is uh, it is a serious and uh, the second one is it is highly formal academic writing is highly formal and the third one now we are going to deal with is uh, academic writing is uh, impersonal and uh, dispassionate in tone it is impersonal it is impersonal and uh, dispassionate in tone or we can say uh, any comment that you make in your academic piece of writing uh, should be objective yes that's it should be objective we should present every idea uh in an objective way it should not be subjective okay we know i, I i'll explain this okay objectivity and subjectivity that's a, a very complicated uh, thing though uh, i will try to drive the idea home uh, it should be it should not be subjective okay in some cases for example in some cases you can never express your personal likings or disagreements to anything okay for example uh, in normal cases you can never express your personal likings sometimes you may have some personal likings towards something in a research paper or in an article you are not supposed to do that got it or sometimes you may disagree with something personally okay not based on idea not not based on proofs not based on evidences but you may have some predilections personal likings you are on for example all because you belong to some uh, religion or because uh, you belong to some political party or because you have uh, some sentiments towards something and all those things are called uh, subjectivity those subjective elements should never be manifest in your academic writing that's uh, the difference between subjectivity and objectivity or rather ob- it should be objective okay we should not produce or manifest any kind of uh, uh, your subjectivity uh, or subjective feelings rather in uh, academic writing uh, it should not be subjective in in normal cases for example if you start to write a research article on the results of gst or demonetization because that uh, uh, where the uh, com- that, that are the com- comparatively newer uh, beast in the market and in such cases if you start to write a, a research article on the results of gst okay or demonetization you can't be blind to its uh, flip sides uh, or its merits only sometimes you may have some uh, grudge towards bjp government right the ruling party even bjp government i cannot say the ruling party okay and uh, uh, sometimes you may be uh, a, a member of the failed party okay and uh, of course uh, demonetization comes gst comes you may have your own uh, personal emotional aspects uh, to uh, express out but when it comes to if you are a student if you are a research scholar you are not supposed to take uh, any personal political religious sentiments uh, into your paper that's what we call sub objectivity rather uh, it should be objective only a politician can do that right only a politician can do uh, such uh, such uh, comments make such comments uh, probably to find a fault uh, uh, with uh, if something new is introduced or finding positive sides only okay if his party uh, introduces something he would justify that at any cost if uh, another party introduces the same thing uh, he would oppose okay no matter what uh, it is whether it is good or not that happens with the politicians but we are research scholars inside academia 
there is no scope for any personal any uh, uh, passionate uh, any kind of uh, subjective elements that we have to be very that or in another way okay that is the major uh, point we have to stick to when we attempt to write something academical got the idea okay that's what we call uh, objective and uh, an academician is supposed to be free of such personal uh, predilections or dislikes uh, when uh, he or she attempts to write for public knowledge that you belong to congress party or communist party okay sometimes uh, it doesn't count here okay uh, only your knowledge about the results of gst or demonetizations has a, a say here what you know about gst goods and services taxes and what do you know about uh, demonetization that would only count here uh, uh, otherwise now you don't have any other say uh, this part introduce that part introduce or, or uh, such such personal comments you can't make that's what i mean okay only your knowledge about the results of gst or demonetization has a, a say over here okay so an academic piece of writing should be free of subjectivity should be free of subjectivity it should not be personal or it should not be passionate in tone it should not be passionate in tone got it it should be objective for example a doctor has to uh, 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 showcase okay because i love uh, this field doctors and surgeons and uh, aerospace okay i love that area that's why my uh, similes and i mean my examples uh, range from there a doctor okay a doctor uh, let's take a doctor uh, he has to showcase uh, his dexterity i mean his experience and uh, knowledge when he undertakes uh, an operation right he has to showcase he has to demonstrate his uh, uh, experience as well as uh, dexterity okay what we call or uh, his uh, skill when he undertakes an operation right and uh, there is there should not be any any personal feeling in it what if he feels like a, like the patient who is undergoing the operation okay the same pain the same emotional uh, uh, turbulent mentality that he has so what what will happen he can't do his profession i mean he can't uh, he can't excel in that act uh, in that skill right because he has to detach he has to detach uh, from the personal feelings so is the case with uh, an academician here what if what if he feels like the patient the operation will be completely uh, tearsome lacrimonious right okay and uh, the doctor will start to cry the patient sometimes he might also cry and the the the, the whole operation will be the act of operation will be completely failure if the analogy is taken into academia also if you have any personal uh, interest in anything nothing will work out no objective truth will be found you will produce only your subjectivity over there and uh, thereby there would be many hindrances to reaching the truth or to reaching the fact oriented uh, the the scientific uh, uh, oriented scientific evidence oriented uh, aspects that's very dangerous that's uh, uh, tantamount to or equal to death uh, in the case of uh, academic writing because if there is found any ob- subjectivity that is that's a complete failure the person is a complete failure in normal cases uh, we are talking okay exceptional cases uh, uh, may be there uh, mostly okay but but in this case uh, there, there aren't uh, much exceptions but uh, generally we should be objective okay and if you are asked to uh, write about uh, for example we have another sentiments also okay so uh, if you are right uh, if if you are asked to write about uh, communalism in kerala and you belong to any particular religion okay for example islam christianity hinduism whatever okay and you can't talk high of your religion or you uh, you you can't till you can't talk ill of your religion also there are people who talk ill of uh, 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 their religion all because they belong to it that's a wrong uh, tendency okay that's a that, that that's a kind of a being apologetical that also is wrong you have to be objective okay you are not at all a religious person okay when it comes to uh, what we call academic writing we have got to be highly objective we should never be subjective
okay uh, sometimes there there would be occasions uh, you have to criticize your religion don't hesitate criticize it sometimes there would be uh, 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 time there would come there would arise uh, occasions uh, to uh, uh, give, give give great applause to your religion then you have to do that okay don't hesitate uh, in, in in another way okay in another way i should say uh, we have to call a spade a spade that's the best uh, uh, sentence okay we have to call a spade a spade okay we can't uh, i mean you we have to tell the fact whatsoever who uh, who uh, whichever i belong to it doesn't count call a spade a spade okay so that's the uh, uh, idea we were talking about uh, the objectivity okay dispassionate being dispassionate being impersonal okay that uh, we have been talking about and apart from these uh, we have to be accurate we have to be accurate there should be precision in our statements that also is very much important as i have told you before um, uh, a doctor can't say maybe sometimes okay that's not that won't work here okay i mean that that won't go here apart from these we have to be accurate okay accurate and uh, every 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 even digits okay when when it comes to digits uh, we have to be we have to keep the precision okay we can't say around 100 students pass the exam for example okay we can't say around 100 students pass the exam there should be a a correct number right that we have to for example in uh, what we call um, in uh, elt english language teaching the assessments are made according to the number and the performance of students and uh, there you can't uh, the number of uh, experimental students you have taken there you can't say i have taken around uh, 45 students uh, in ba and uh, around uh, 20 students in pg you can't use that around uh, you have to give a correct number i have taken for my study uh, i have taken 45 students uh, as experiment group for my study in ug level and uh, i have taken 20 students uh, as experimental group uh, in my pg level that you have to ensure i mean uh, then only it will be perfect otherwise it will be a flop around uh, where will you fix, fix that okay maybe uh, 98 maybe 90 some people will go even 80 okay sometimes 110 so there is no precision so whatever comment we make digits or whatever numerals or whatever we deal with data when we give uh, data okay that data should be accurate and it should follow precision okay you can't uh, even even with the decimals you have to do the same 12.5 5 that you have to okay that uh, otherwise uh, there would emerge uh, in the later later analysis there would emerge great differences in the results uh, so it should be uh, accurate it should be precise and uh, it should be uh, we should take up a thorough perusal of every every aspect that we try to communicate in our academic writing so we should also refer to apart from this uh, precision and uh, 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 accuracy okay we have to another another aspect of the text uh, uh, tell you t- t- tells you is this we should also refer to uh, authentic sources authentic sources because when we talk about let's take up the example of gst itself when we talk about uh, gst and its effects uh, on uh, textile industry to cite uh, i i always go for that example so we have to there would be some uh, authentic voices uh, in the same subject that you have to uh, cite or that you have to uh, what we call refer refer and uh, incorporate into your study you should we should also refer to authentic sources in order to establish our arguments that's very much important we can't just make uh, comments upon our, our our own comments okay this is this this is that this is this this is that that you can't make we have to substantiate we can make a statement and in order to substantiate that uh, statement we have to bring in lot many other authentic voices also then only people will be convinced otherwise the people are not going to be convinced that he is uh, talking uh, his own that he is uh, sticking to his own gun people uh, might think so so the scope we should reduce uh, in order to reduce that scope we have to depend 
uh, we have to incorporate, uh, we have to study well the other authentic uh, voices also, sources also, and uh, you can incorporate those sources into your paper, right? Okay, so we have to depend, we have to be accurate, we have to be precise, uh, and uh, at the same time, we should uh, uh, we should analyze uh, what are other people saying about, uh, I mean, I, authentic knowledgeable scholars are saying about uh, uh, the same topic. Okay, that, that's very much important. We should also refer to authentic sources in order to, how can we identify the, uh, that's another important question. Okay, how can we identify the authentic sources? How can we identify uh, whether it is authentic or it is, uh, yeah, it, 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 it has got some uh, problems? How can you identify that? How can we differentiate between them? Hmm? That is easy. Okay, that's a, that also is easy, I'll tell you. Uh, all academic write-ups and materials are authentic, I should say. All academic, all academic write-ups and materials are authentic. We can use them without any doubt of authenticity. Academical materials are uh, in your text that's given okay academical materials are books published by reputed publishers there would be lot many books okay available in the market all the books are not dependable okay uh, books uh, doesn't mean that uh, books produced or books published and written and published by everyone that is different books written and published by authentic persons i mean authentic publishers and uh, uh, authentic personalities that only we can count upon we can impinge upon we can depend upon right okay so we can uh, academic materials are as i have told you books published by reputed publishers also university database university database that would be completely foolproof okay of uh, authenticity you don't have to uh, be doubtful, dubious about its authenticity because it is the higher authority of uh, knowledge creation and dissemination. So there won't be any kind of uh, what we call uh, uh, inauthentic uh, materials over there. So university database you can blindly uh, depend upon. Peer-reviewed journals, we uh, in each subject, in each discipline, for example, in literature, for example, in commerce, for example, in uh, what we call um, whatever science, uh, every subject has got uh, uh, its own journals, different, different journals. Sometimes multidisciplinary journals also are there English, uh, linguistics, uh, sociology, together, okay, hosh posh, a mix up of uh, uh, different subjects. They also publish articles. That's very useful uh, to an extent. And at the same time, uh, the I mean, uh, what I mean to tell you is this peer-reviewed uh, journals. Peer-reviewed, uh, peer-reviewing that we will discuss later. Okay, because uh, that, uh, okay, of course we shall possibly discuss later. And the seminar conference papers. A paper published uh, or presented in a seminar paper, uh, se seminar also you can depend upon. You can depend upon for reading, for uh, amassing or for, uh, <coughs> I'm sorry, <coughs> for uh, identifying uh, ideas or uh, collecting ideas rather. And uh, uh, for reference also, you can make use of a seminar conference papers. Thesis or dissertations, okay, thesis or dissertations, we uh, at the time of uh, or right from PG we have this concept uh, P, uh, dissertation, okay, otherwise uh, uh, thesis, these uh, uh, dissertations you can completely depend upon because that are submitted to a higher education body, for example university or college, so they would have uh, uh, or rather they should have uh, made a complete analysis uh, about the authenticity of that uh, dissertation so we can count upon them we can depend upon them for uh, collecting ideas and uh, uh, for citing uh, them in our text also and research reports uh, different research reports are going on 
with regard to social upliftment rural studies whatsoever research reports are go, uh, works are going on and uh, that also we can incorporate so these are academic materials these are dependable materials okay i i'll tell you books published by reputed publishers university database peer reviewed journals seminar conference papers uh, theses or dissertations and research reports these are um, very much dependable as far as uh, uh, authentic uh, as far as uh, uh, we are concerned uh, uh, research writing is concerned okay all these academic pieces are authentic uh, apart from these uh, for arguments uh, you can also use credible materials like interviews and document documentaries right uh, you can use uh, uh, sometimes uh, uh, in in different channels interviews uh, might have come that you can incorporate in your study no problem but um, not in social media uh, you cannot incorporate uh, any material from social media because that's a subject to change at any time that's why so based uh, apart from these for arguments uh, uh, you can you can use uh, credible materials like uh, interviews and documentaries uh, but uh, but on the other hand there are seemingly authentic materials we might depend upon to establish our arguments seemingly right i mean uh, that that are basically not dependable we should not incorporate such things in our uh, dissertation or uh, article or uh, essay what are they for example newspaper we believe we have uh, we so far thought that uh, newspapers are very much authentic they are not authentic we can incorporate into our work uh, just to show okay these things have come in this paper but not we cannot depend upon them why because they will make a comment today in a big column they will make a, uh, a comment news okay and uh, the very next day they will uh, apologize uh, for the comment they made uh, the other day in a very small column that uh, people will not see so which is true which is uh, uh, not true uh, are not or um, is not uh, identifiable with newspapers that's very much difficult the and uh, another uh, um, magazines okay magazines they may have a vested interest mostly uh, apart from in just informing they may have their own vested interest that we cannot depend upon okay and uh, uh, that that are seemingly dependable but that that we should not depend uh, sometimes uh, newspapers uh, uh, new news websites uh, radio uh, and the television video from youtube most uh, uh, websites uh, social media sites uh, uh, mobile networking and applications uh, we should not depend upon them that are not authentic but it doesn't mean that you cannot bring them into your paper we can bring them for example the uh, bad effects uh, the adverse effects of uh, social media then we have to depend upon social media only we have to bring, bring bring in social data from social media only in that cases you have to there is no other way you you have to depend upon these social media uh, which uh, uh, are considered less dependable but if uh, your study is there uh, in that field you you don't have any other go you have to incorporate basically it's because why why they are not dependable because uh, their inconsistency because of it is because of their inconsistency and nature of a subject to edition because anyone wikipedia we are not supposed to quote because wikipedia is a subject to uh, edit to be edited by or it's a, there is a provision for uh, editing right it can be uh, edited by anyone so we 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 can't make uh, we can't believe uh, wikipedia but it's uh, informative of course on the other hand at the same time we may have uh, to incorporate these uh, non academic works uh, and also ancillary materials just like uh, ancillary material if you as i have told you if it is your area of study you don't have any other go you have to incorporate so we were talking about uh, academic and uh, non academic materials okay authentic and uh, non authentic materials i hope uh, that's uh, clear for you now let's uh, uh, elaborate the features other features of academic uh, essay and uh, a non academic essay okay let's uh, elaborate on the features of an academic essay and a non academic essay almost we have uh, uh, talked at length uh, so far and uh, even though there are some uh, other aspects we have to 
uh, bring light upon okay an academic essay is uh, uh, an academic essay is uh, made of a formal language that's a, a formal uh, for, it's a nature of our quality of being formal we have discussed so uh, i'll tell you language should be formal that is the words we use okay we use uh, words less used in informal conversation okay the words that we use in informal conversations that we are not supposed to bring into the academic piece of writing a piece of academic writing rather so for example we should not use a uh, hi guy sorry the guy okay instead of uh, uh, using the person then it becomes uh, formal the guy should be replaced by the person the guy is informal the person is a formal we should use the technical words also okay technical words uh, uh, probably that are related to your discipline your subject uh, your subject for example if it's a commerce it will have lot many words it's on which a science student student might know might be aware of same is the case with uh, a commerce uh, commerce oriented word uh, a, an english teacher needn't be or may not be aware of such a, such uh technical words are there right that you have to incorporate more because every word that you use in your research paper should be mostly uh from your from the technical or, or from your subject uh, oriented diction only okay you have to use uh, the words or bring in the words uh, uh, which are technical as well as uh, subject oriented diction uh, i mean uh, subject oriented uh, word collection you have to bring for example there would be words uh, like uh, indemnity surrender value threat etc uh, if it is uh, an article related to commerce right indemnity surrender value threat Okay, basically an english student might know the meaning of these words why because that are technical same is the case with uh, uh, hyperlash hyponymy genre synecdoche etc okay that are words uh, in an essay produced by a literature students i mean a literature student a commerce student neither a science student might never understand so it's uh, that are called technical words so the language we use in an academic essay should be formal and the vocabulary should be with typical uh, should be uh, typical to your uh, discipline to the discipline that you uh, choose to write to produce a paper in academic writing uh, in the way of academic writing okay so words we have to be very accurate vocabulary and uh, even even we have got uh, a wl academic word list that we have to incorporate that uh, in the next chapter it's being discussed so uh, an academic essay or uh, article should make use of uh, another another okay another aspect in the, the uh, when it comes to vocabulary when it comes to uh, words uh, you have to use uh, apart from technical and uh, uh, formal words uh, you have to use these uh, signal words also signal words to indicate uh, organizational pattern signal words to indicate organizational pattern if you add an idea what are signal words for example if you add an idea okay you you have to use uh, uh, words like uh, and okay because we are adding uh, as well as as well as right additionally along with uh, also apart from so these are these are signal words these are signal words uh, if we add an idea to the uh, running idea uh, that we are discussing okay if you compare uh, you can use uh, signal words like similarly similarly okay because that's a comparison right likewise in the same way um, as well uh, in common such words you can use okay etc you can use of course so if uh, you are making any comparison if it is a, a contrast okay there would be signal words like uh, uh, but as con- uh, introducing a contrasting idea right although that also okay however um, in contrast 
instead except uh, on the contrary all these are uh, uh, signal words to express uh, contrast to uh, show the contrast between the ideas so you have to use that uh, and uh, same is the case with the uh, summary also to if you uh, if you are going to summarize uh, you have to use the signal words like uh, um, in brief uh, in brief in short to sum up okay and uh, uh, whether it's uh, uh, applicable in the concluding paragraph that we will discuss later probably but these are signal words uh, uh, as of now we have to know and uh, uh, another important fact an academic uh, uh, an essay okay if you are going to write an essay or a thesis or uh, an article uh, you have to take care that uh, you should have your thesis statement in the introductory paragraph itself thesis statement and introductory paragraph both uh, need uh, explanation right I'll, i'll i'll give you a thesis statement to start with a thesis statement uh, uh, is one sentence okay sometimes uh, it's uh, one sentence sometimes it's uh, uh, one or uh, more sentences for example may may run up to three sentences maximum that will be ideal not more than that uh, three maybe four uh, but if it is one sentence uh, or two that will be ideal that will be very nice okay a thesis statement is a sentence is one sentence that uh, expresses the main idea of a research paper or an essay that uh, is the main idea what are you going to do in your research paper what are you going to do in the in uh, in the in the essay that you are going to write okay you know uh, 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 that, well, that's a, that's a question sometimes it's a, an answer also okay it's an answer to this question what are you going to do okay so a thesis statement uh, is a sentence that clarifies the complete the core idea that the research paper is going to deal with what's your essay is about okay it makes a claim that's a, that's another fact it's a makes a directly answering the question what is your essay is about what is your essay is about or what is your thesis is about if there comes a such a question the answer that you are going to give is your thesis statement a thesis statement will be like uh, uh, the thesis that i'm um, uh, or the article is going to deal with the problems related to uh, dalit uh, people in maharashtra for example or another example uh, the the an ideal thesis statement i'll give you uh it's like uh, the textile retail uh, sorry the textile retail shop owners okay uh, because gst uh, from commerce because my students uh, are there from commerce also that's why I'm, i i always go for these examples the textile retail shop owners of malappuram district have been affected with the introduction of gst the textile retail shop owners retail textile uh, okay uh, shop owners of malappuram district have been affected with uh, the introduction of gst that's uh, that's a thesis statement so how they are affected how they are ill affect or uh, what are the problems that they face after the introduction of gst that's the crux of your thesis that's a crux of your essay that's a crux of your or that's the bone of contention of your uh, or uh, main argument of your paper then all other paragraphs as i have told you there would be one introductory paragraph and uh, there should be some uh, body paragraphs also body paragraphs body paragraphs each body paragraph uh, should revolve around one point that point should directly related to the thesis statement that you make okay so almost like a subtopics okay it will come body paragraphs will come as a subtopics or sub points that help the thesis statement stand powerfully 
okay so the textile retail shop owners of malappuram district have been affected with uh, the introduction of gst if such a uh, thesis statement is made first how they are affected background uh, will be given in introduction okay and or uh, the the mode of uh, the method uh, uh, or uh, about gst its introduction and so on so on will be given in the introductory paragraph and uh, uh, in the second uh, in the second or first body paragraph uh, how people or how textile industry retail textile uh, owners are affected uh, with regard to their transportation in the second paragraph uh, or first uh, in body paragraph transportation and uh, in when it comes to the second uh, body paragraph uh, employees salary okay when it comes to the third paragraph it is uh, uh, what we call uh, tax or some uh, depreciation or something okay or materials cost of materials so these in these three variables a person i mean i mean the textile industry uh, is suffering a lot uh, due to the introduction of gst so you have uh, three major points to support your thesis argument i mean thesis statement this is it this is how a paper is made and uh, finally there would be one concluding paragraph and in that concluding paragraph you would substantiate your point that uh, uh, the people i mean the textile industry uh of malappuram uh, has been very badly affected due to the introduction of uh, gst so this is a thesis statement right okay so an ideal essay or article should have uh, an introductory paragraph as i have told you body paragraphs and a concluding paragraph okay each uh, uh, body paragraph uh, presents uh, a supporting argument to your thesis statement and justify your argument okay we will discuss the structure of an academical essay uh, in the coming chapter we are uh, because we have that structuring in the coming chapter so an academic uh, essay uh, must contain quotes and references it should contain quotes and references from academic uh, and credible sources credibility and academic uh, dependability we have uh, discussed in the uh, formal uh, i mean we have discussed that we have already discussed so authenticity and uh, uh, how to refer that uh, we have already discussed we don't have to talk much about that and uh, uh, you can use the tables uh, also you can use the tables charts uh, in order to show the statistics uh, uh, in an academic essay okay in an essay you can um, bring in uh, charts uh, as well as the uh, tables in order to show the exact dat- data because uh, 12.5 12.3 12.5 likewise the mean medium modem mod uh, likewise the people people find right so we have to uh, bring in uh, tables okay tables in order to substantiate your data uh, analysis okay so that also is possible in an academic paper and uh, at the end uh, uh an academic piece of writing must provide the references okay towards the close after after in uh, conclusion you should give the list of works that you depended to prepare your article to prepare your essay that is what we call bibliography or reference or work cited but there is a difference between work cited and bibliography reference okay reference or bibliography can be any bo- any, any any book that you Uh, referred that you referred to prepare this particular uh, piece of writing article uh, but work cited means uh, you might uh, have quoted some persons uh, in your text in your uh, article in your uh, article text those persons uh, or those works only are to be enlisted under this work cited uh, title if you have cited their quotation in the text in your text then only you have to incorporate i mean you have to uh, incorporate their works otherwise uh, it is uh, if you add uh, if you enlist all the works you referred and uh, uh, you depended for writing this article then you have to give the title as uh, references or bibliography in no matter but at the time of uh, when it comes to work cited 
if you have uh, cited the quotation in your text of another of others then only you have to do this you have to add a work cited that's uh, for my money okay and it's not over uh, another point we have to make here is about uh, the integrity and we are coming to close our today's lecture so integrity uh, that's very much important okay uh, it goes like this another point we have to make here is about integrity of the paper that we write we have to uh, be very sincere and genuine in our paper and uh, uh, we should not commit any mistakes or commit any uh, misrepresentation we should not steal anyone else's ideas and present it as yours or ours okay this is called uh, academic theft it is called uh, academic theft it is otherwise called plagiarism it is a plagiarism that's a very 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 uh, abominable thing as far as uh, an academician is concerned plagiarism uh, you might be asked uh, for examination plagiarism is a word that's uh, uh, originated from greek uh, plagion meaning kidnapping and uh, uh, an academician uh, an academician's integrity will be questioned uh, once uh, he proved to have committed plagiarism all works he produced will be put under the scanner of uh, genuinity uh, in such cases okay so we should not commit uh, plagiarism is what you take someone's idea and produce as yours on your own that's very bad if you in order to avoid plagiarism if you want to avoid plagiarism there are ways okay uh, especially in higher education and research field uh, you should do that you should avoid plagiarism in order to avoid plagiarism there is only one uh, there, there, there are methods uh, for, for example plagiarism checking soft, softwares are there the softwares like uh, turnitin erkant they detect plagiarism plagiarized portions uh, uh, from the thesis or essay we submit for publication or awards like mphil and phd because we are submitting our dissertation for uh, awards like uh, we want doctorate we want mphil that's uh, that's the purpose of uh, our writing up uh, academically so uh, at the time of uh, submission of your thesis the uh, concerned authority body will put or will uh, scan uh, or will make the, your write ups uh, subject to plagiarism plagiarism checking and if there is anything found you have to resubmit sometimes your registration will be cancelled so that's not good so plagiarism you have to avoid and there is another important way okay there is a important in the sense there is another way to avoid plagiarism you have to uh, what we call you have to uh, acknowledge if you have taken anyone else's material or anyone else's comments ideas you have to confess i mean you have to acknowledge that this idea is not mine this idea is taken by or taken from another author and uh, the author's uh, uh, details book that you should give in parenthetical documentation in the text and later uh, it should be uh, there in the work cited list also okay i mean in bibliography you have to add and in that way you can avoid plagiarism that is that we should we should know, acknowledge our knowledge that you should always do okay right from uh, your early period now itself you should try to keep integrity not try to keep you should keep integrity in your academic pursuits you should not steal and produce as your own for example what it's not like whatsapp status sometimes someone else's whatsapp status we use as our own without putting into quotation but when it comes to uh, ac- uh, academic body you should put in quotation whatever idea you have taken from another person this is the only way you have to do uh, uh, in order to avoid plagiarism got it so plagiarism we should not commit another t- related topic uh, uh, is honor code honor code is uh, also a method to avoid plagiarism honor code is a set of uh, principles and conditions laid down by uh, higher education institutions for the students and uh, research researchers to follow they have to follow the guidelines uh, that are called honor code these guidelines are introduced in order to protect uh, certain ideals of uh, the community and uh, in academia 
ഓണർ കോഡ്സ് ആർ സെറ്റ് ഓഫ് ഇൻ അക്കാഡമിയ ഓണർ കോഡ്സ് ആർ സെറ്റ് ഫോർ ദ മെമ്പേഴ്സ് ടു പ്ലജ് ദാറ്റ് ദേ വിൽ നെവർ കമ്മിറ്റ് ചീറ്റിംഗ് സ്റ്റീലിംഗ് ആൻഡ് മിസ്റെപ്രസെൻറ്റേഷൻ ആൻഡ് നോട്ട് ടു കമ്മിറ്റ് ഡിസോണസ്റ്റി ആൻഡ് വയലേഷൻ വി ഷുഡ് നോട്ട് കമ്മിറ്റ് ഇനി ഡിസോണസ്റ്റ് ആക്ട് ആക്ട് ഇൻ അക്കാഡമിയ ഇൻ ഓർഡർ ടു മെയിൻറ്റെയിൻ ദാറ്റ് 